Remember when we were younger and our parents or someone else in authority told us to watch our mouth? Well, it's about time to revisit that advice. Welcome back to the next podcast on, well, that hole in our face that gets us into so much trouble so often. Thanking God is essential, and it is His will that we give thanks to Him. And God is worthy and deserving of our praise because He is good, loving, faithful, gracious, forgiving, and merciful. It is not His will that we speak words that are contrary to that. We have the power of life and death in our tongues. The words we use will either separate uh, or they will unify, or they will demean, or they will encourage, right? It, words are so powerful. And so we need to watch our mouth uh, in the peaks and the valleys of life, right? When things are going good, when things are going bad, um, when we see something, what we say, right? Are we taking that pause or are we just firing from the hip, right, with our words? Um, but we need to watch our mouth in the peaks and the valleys and the trials. Oh, for sure. I. I, you know, when just hearing that, I have um, a scripture in mind. I'm thinking of James 3. Um, I, I'm going to read, it, it's James 3, I think it's 4. Um, I'm going to start there. So it's James 3, 4 through 7. Or take ships as an example. Go all to 11, because I think 11 is inclusive as well. Oh, all the way through? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I can do that. powerful. Um, as an example, although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder whenever the pilot wants to go. I'm sorry, wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark, right? The tongue also is a fire. A world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and it's, it is, is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. I mean, that's super powerful right there. So right? we have to watch our mouths. I, I'm not even done that. Okay. <laughs> See, uh, that was uh, just the end of eight. Oof, keep going. So uh, you wanted me to go through 11. Yes. So nine is, with the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? Right. right. So we're saying we, we have the power of life and death in the tongue, and we should be using it to praise. But we, we use it also to curse people. And then it all goes on to say the tongue cannot be tamed. So we have to watch what we're saying. You're not going to get it perfect every time. But you have to be better. I saw an exchange on um, social media today. It was a Facebook page. Oh, and really? um, 
This probably uh, it was about sense. this particular podcast. We had some feedback on this one. Um, we hadn't even put it in the can yet. Oh, we hadn't recorded right. it. Yes. And it was like, you know, hey, watch your watch your mouth. Hits tomorrow, blah, blah. And somebody says, I can't watch my mouth. It's under my nose. I can't see it. And I, I responded with, um, oh, even worse. You better pay attention, right? That's and then good. Yeah. The, this person responded back with something like, I speak to people the way they speak to me. So if they're going to speak to me in a harsh way, that's how they're going to respond. If they don't like it, then they can deal wow. with it. And I was like, okay, well, that's a vicious circle. And who's going to make the change and who's going to be better? Mm. Right? If, it's, if life, if this world's about an eye for an eye, then using that attitude, we would all go blind. Right. Because we're going to offend each other. And we're going to say And all be things, miserable. And right? all be miserable and blind. Right? <laughs> that's a bad state. <laughs> so who's going to change, right? So we have to watch what we're saying. If somebody if, says something that's harsh to you, or even nasty or visceral. Right. You just have to be better. You can say, that's interesting. Thanks for sharing and walk away. Mm-hmm. Right. The problem is that we don't want to walk away. Everybody wants to make a point. Everybody wants to dig their heels in. The and yes. the person that can just say, hmm, interesting. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Walk away. You're not agreeing. It really is interesting because that tells you a lot about somebody. It tells, uh, I was just going to say that it tells you so much about that other person. So it is interesting. Right. And then do do I want to continue engaging with this person? Is it worth my time? If it's not, you just end the conversation and walk away. So that's why James, that series of verses is so powerful, right? Because it talks about taming the tongue and and, and how, how powerful it is, right? It's like a rudder of a ship. Exactly. And like a, a match to a fire, a forest fire. And, right. Um, so we have to watch our mouth in the good and the bad times, the easy and the hard times, the peaks and the valleys and trials. Now, what, what I'm not saying or what we're not saying is to just disregard the trials and the valleys, right? But it does mean that perhaps we should be uh, changing what we say. Um, we should be giving uh, praise and thanking God for his authority, love, and ability to guide you through these uncomfortable, uncertain peaks, valleys, and trials mm-hmm. in your life, right? Yeah. There, but we don't. First uh, Thessalonians 5.16 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Yeah, so if anybody's wondering, right, how many people say, I don't know what I don't know what God's plan is for my life, right, or what his will is, well, that's one piece of it. Right. To rejoice, always, pray continually, because if you're doing that, you're not going to have a harsh thing to say about anybody. That's right. You're going to be watching. Or even your circumstances. Your mouth. You're right? going to you're going to trust God through that that trial or through that glory. Yeah. Right? What are you focusing on? Exactly. Right? We're all selfish individuals. Right. Right. But what are you focusing on? Right. I think uh, oftentimes what happens is um, in these situations when it comes to that is um, we we tend to, our pride, right? It, it gets um, ruffled. That's I right. Can't think your of the feathers word. get ruffled. Yeah, your and, armor gets chinked, right? <laughs> yeah. And that can be so incredibly... Um, De, uh, detrimental and unhealthy to relationships. So um, I've been reading just on and off uh, The Bait of Satan. It's by uh, John Bevere. And actually, Dr. Lee Warren um, recommended it to me when I, I went Dr. through Lee a situation. Warren. So, yeah, um, it, there, there's a really 
cool part about like your the heart, the true condition of your heart and and pride. Mm, it's just it's bad. So um, I pride just want, comes before the fall. Always does. Exactly. So yeah. it it causes you to view yourself as a victim, and your attitude becomes quote. I was mistreated and misjudged, therefore I am justified in my behavior. That's that literally is the example I gave about the social media exchange. Exactly. Right? So I'm gonna read Second Timothy two um, 24 through 26, and then you can you can continue on. So pride keeps you from dealing with truth. It distorts your vision. You never change when you think everything is fine. Pride hardens your heart and dims the eyes of your misunderstand uh, dims the eyes of your understanding. It keeps you from the change of heart. Repentance that will set you free. Good night. That's all we got today. I know, right? Drop the mic. Drop it. <laughs> we got two mics. We're going to drop both of them. Here we go. Ready? Boom. I dropped the mic. Anyway, no, that is so powerful. I'm telling you God's word is the manual for life. If you're not in it, amen. And you have questions, yeah. Get in it. So, wow, how do I follow that? I feel like I'm like a, a third third uh, rate lounge singer in Vegas and I'm opening for like Rush or U2, right? That's okay. what I feel like. How you, do you are not. How, stop it. Oh my or God. I'm following those bands, right? That was powerful. Yeah. So um, anyway, so to just bolster what you were just portraying, so often people say whatever they want to and whenever they want to say it. Uh, they don't guard their thoughts as they come blasting out as the words that they use, and they can be nasty, mm-hmm. right? Or um, they choose to to not say anything at all, for they they also know that their lack of words or engagement is also powerful and punishment. That's right. And they yield it as a weapon. They do, yes. Uh, or what about this one? When people demand that you respond a certain way with a certain words you're looking for, um, delivered how they're expecting it only to receive something different from you. Right. Because you're not, you don't know what their expectations are, right? And, and they lash out or attack because their expectation, expectations were not met. Well, nobody gave you the expectations, right? You're an individual. Exactly. Um, or uh, they choose to say things about you or situation to someone else, but not in a manner that is seeking um um, peace but gossip instead yeah as a weapon right to divide or or even punish and it, yeah people sometimes they're punishing people they don't know and they're sometimes people are punishing their own loved ones and that's so hurtful that's so hurtful and but here's the thing is that these people that are doing this they know it will get back to the person that they have an issue with right and they don't care and that is the you know, eye for an eye, tooth for tooth, right. but the whole they, world will go blind. Yeah. If they do care, though, they're they're going to reach out. Yeah. So there there are so many strategies to hurt people with our words or or our lack thereof, um, even silence or isolation or um, or, or the improper use of words. Right. I mean, we can purposely use words um, improperly to deliberately hurt somebody. Right? We, could, right. we could also spend an inordinate amount of time discussing the issue, the problem, the situation about, um, you know, about how uh, they or we were wronged or disrespected, but refuse to handle it directly with those people that are involved. Um, so maybe they, they isolate 
but then every every evening right they're talking about it they're they're strategizing about it they're creating talking points and um it's feeding off itself and it's growing legs Mm. and that thing is going to turn into a monster and and i contend that the protection that they're hiding behind right the healthy boundary that they say they're hiding behind all they're doing is drawing closer to the people that hurt them Mm -hmm. because if you're spending an order amount of time your personal time on it and you know the other people are spending time talking about it and dwelling sure. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have that much time and energy um, to discuss it ad nauseum with your loved one, but you're not dealing with the person that offended you, um, you're creating a monster. And it, you're actually not separating or isolating. You're actually drawing closer to the issue, which means you're constantly thinking about it. Um, that's so true so that was a, probably a, a bad way to describe it um, but there is a um, a lady named Debbie Pincus and you sent this article to me yes this past week yes uh, master yes, science yes. a licensed medical health care counselor mm-hmm. so basically a psychologist she wrote an article about um, estranged this was about strange children but um, it's really about est- estrangement of family or individuals or friends or whatever that looks like um and it's it's in the article from empowering parents and she stated this and she does a much better job than than i do because i'm not a licensed medical or mental health care provider (laughs) Um, uh, when a person distances from others they Mm. feel a sense of relief because the distance seemingly brings the conflict to an end Hmm. of course nothing is actually resolved Instead, more stress is generated. That's right. On the outside, it looks as though there is a disconnection. They've chosen to disconnect from whatever's causing pain. Right, right. Yeah. But in reality, they're actually thinking about each other all the time and remain overly focused on one another. That's right. And the issue. Because it's unresolved. That's right. So they are, in fact, still extremely involved with one another, and they are emotionally bound up together, even though all communication has ceased. Neither is free from the original problem, nor are they free from each other, which is why they isolated. Mm. And again, think about that, right? right? You get mad at somebody, you don't want to talk to them, and you say, I'm done with that person, I'm, I'm going to isolate myself. And all you do is talk about it with your loved one, your spouse, for a week or two weeks on end, and... You're still bound to that That's situation right. and that person. Absolutely. So, how do we watch our mouth? Right? Instead, we should thank God for his provision in your life when circumstances appear hopeless or challenging. Mm. The first thing we should say is, praise God, I'm still alive today. I'm on the right side of the dirt. Amen. Right? Right. Or thank God I had a breakfast this morning. Right? Find something to praise God in your life. Thank God for supplying all your needs and don't complain about what you don't have because most of the time issues caused with people, it's about what they don't have or what they don't think they are getting or what they, they're not getting what they deserve or whatever. Yeah, what they they are assuming they should have from that person. So don't complain about what you don't have. It's not yours. Why do you, why are you worried about it? Why are you concerned about what you don't have? Mm -hmm. Um, Thank God for his promises coming to fruition in your life even when they seem to not happen or to tarry as the word is mm. used, right? 
Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Mm, I love that, yes. Yeah, so thank God for his love despite how others have treated you. Yes. Right? It takes the focus off yourself and put the focus on him. Can I, I'm going to share another scripture real quick because it's really about um, just working through, just like if we train for a, a run or a marathon or you're training for something, whatever that looks like, you have to put that exercise in, right? So this is really like exercising through that trap of feeling offended or whatever that looks like. So this scripture is from Acts twenty four sixteen, And herein, I do exercise myself to have always a conscience void of a offense toward God and toward men. Hmm. Right? I mean, we sometimes we, we offend others and it's not easy to forgive. And sometimes we're offended and it's hard to forgive, right? Yeah, especially when you love someone and they love you, your family, or you just even friends that you love sometimes yeah. that are more than family to you. So You're, we, we have to, I yeah, think that nobody's whole, got, nobody's attacking them on purpose. That's right. Right? I, that's right. We have to really work on our hearts to condition them to handle offenses because they're going to come at us. Yep. A lot. So so that's what's next, right? Thank God for his loving correction and guidance, despite how some may have harshly criticized you. Yes. Thank God for where you are in this life because he is guiding you. Thank God for health, strength, wholeness, and blessings. Thank God for loving you so much that he cares about your present and future God-honoring relationships. Awesome. Thank Jesus for redeeming you and serving as your advocate. Thank God that all things are working together for your good. That's Romans 8.28. Hmm. Thank God for lovingly receiving you when others are rejected. See, you, you, you see a pattern here. If you're thanking God for things, that's right. there's no room or no time or no energy spent on blaming others or thinking harshly about the way you were treated or even the way you treated someone else. Absolutely. You're focused on Jesus. You're focused on God. Right. Yeah. So, we must watch our mouths when trials, tribulations, and life's challenges come and our emotions want to negatively express our perspective regarding our current circumstance. We don't want to be set back. And this is what's, what happens when you think you're making a stand to protect yourself, your pride, your arrogance, whatever, your words. Hmm. It actually sets you back. It sets the relationship. It sets you back in life. Um, and if you haven't noticed by now, this podcast is called To the Next, not To the Back. That's right. <laughs> so if you want to be set back, you stop listening. Amen. And don't listen to this podcast. If you want to go to the next, we want to be propelled further in the purposes and plans of God and his plan for our life and get to the next. Mm-hmm. John sixteen thirty three tells us this. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. I'm going to so, add one more one more scripture. Because, again, this is from um, the Bait of Satan from John um, Bevere. And 
he talks about a person who cannot forgive has forgotten how great a debt God has forgiven them, right? That's right. We're, we we hold these um, grudges and these unforgiveness. We start playing God. And and we're just like, well, I was hurt and I, I need to build up a boundary. Well, that's an, un- I think when you're talking about certain s- situations, those boundaries are unforgiveness. So I'm going to leave it with Mark 11, 24 through 26. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whatever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive you of your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses. That's God's word. Yeah, ouch, right? So no matter what is going on in your life, aim to thank God and remember his promises and and thank him for his goodness and his love. Remember where he has you. Yes. Uh, when we are grateful and speak words of love, encouragement, and peace, and we don't get caught down the rabbit hole, going down and, and responding eye for eye and tooth for tooth and That's nail right. for nail and insult for insult. Right. If we don't do that, we will get to the next if we can watch our mouth. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. To the next, watch your mouth. Um, of course, we're grateful for freemusicarchive.org. The opening song was Ketza, Anons. The talk over at the beginning was an old 1980s uh, circus song, The Smith, Big Mouth Strikes Again, because how many times does our big mouth strike again? And we'll leave you with uh, Lemon Yellow Haze, Brother Christmas. But hey, you visit us on social media. We have a website, to the next.net. Email us, to the next 777 at gmail.com. Facebook to the next.net, Instagram at to the next 777. Uh, what else am I missing? Listen, um, this podcast is making a difference, and we thank you so much for listening and sharing because when you share it, you are helping someone else get to the next as well. If you like what you hear, you want to uh, sponsor the show, you can go to patreon.com, look up to the next. Um, I think it's to the next.patreon.com or patreon.tothenext.com. Anyway, if, or you can just buy us a cup of coffee and say, hey, I really appreciate you. Here's five bucks, right? Because, you know, coffee doesn't cost 70 cents anymore. Um, anyways, it's buy me a cup of coffee. You can get to it on our website. Um, until next time, be blessed. <laughs>